Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome. So good to have you with us here on the Two Geeks and a Microphone show. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land, and happy new year. Happy New Year! Well, Happy New Year's Eve, anyway. <clears throat> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. I'm excited. Did you make any New Year's resolutions, or are you going to? Or no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll have a better year than last year. <laughs> yeah, I got a New Year's resolution. I'm going to get out in my camper. That's that's my New Year's resolution. Yay. <laughs> that's exciting. That's exciting. Yes. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, I'm curious. Anybody out there, if you do New Year's resolutions, if what is your New Year's resolution? Just comment below. Let us know. Um, I'm curious. My thing is, is mine's more of a, not like, hey, I want to make sure I work out every day or read my Bible every day or make sure, you know, I catch seven movies a year, you know, or whatever, you know. <laughs> we already it, do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it, I, I think for me, it's, it, you know, it's really revolves around like I have this concept or this attitude that the journey is the reward. In other words, I get so wrapped up in trying to get to the end that I miss the whole point of the journey to get there, if that makes right. sense. So it's almost like learning to be better at being present in the moment. Hashtag resolutions suck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get my microphone adjusted correctly. It's all good. Yeah, you know, I, I, I just, I just don't mess with resolutions. I, nine out of ten times, most of them within the first, I don't know, three weeks, they're out the window anyway. Yeah, they don't make it through February for sure. <laughs> right. It's just like you said. You know, you you make the resolution to lose weight. You make the resolution to read your Bible or or read more in general. You know that kind of thing, and mm -hmm. you know once January's come and gone, all that kind of goes out the window because the new year has really started to ramp up and you're getting busy again. And yeah, right. it's just all goes out the window. M my idea is just try to make this year better than last year. You know, right. I mean, it's fine to have those goals. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying it's, it's wrong. You know, there's anything wrong with it. It's just when we make a big deal about resolutions, they just never seem to ever happen. You know? Yeah. That's it's kind of like personally, it's kind of like, you know, you ask, you know, you ask your friends or, or your spouse or something when the Powerball is like umpteen billion zillion oh dollars and, and you sit there and have that discussion on what would you do with the money if you won? You know, and you have fun little stories and stuff or, you know, whatever that may be. Uh, but we always joke that, well, I guess we'd have to actually buy a ticket, you know, kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Kind of well, that always comes up in my house because I don't buy lottery tickets. To right. Yeah. We, we don't either. But yeah. but I will say this is that it's almost it's the the fun part of New Year's resolutions. It's like, you know, it's a new year, new beginning. Sure. I want to do something new kind of a thing. And then, um, you know, it's kind of fun to dream. And so that's kind of how I how I view New Year's resolutions and stuff. And. And how, you know, it, just having fun with it and stuff. So anyway, with that, yes, being I'm not, I'm not putting down anybody that does news that more power to you. That's <clears throat> awesome. I just, I just stopped doing it years ago. I, I, <laughs> uh, hey there. Happy new year's Eve to derpy five Oh one five Oh first. Excuse me. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, nice. When I, when I first saw that, my brain went to 501 jeans for some reason. I should know better. It should be 
501st. Sorry. And I am wearing a new Star Wars t-shirt today, by the way. With, with uh, Marvel, the original Marvel comic artwork. Um, in fact, I, I saw this at Walmart, and I'm like, I got to have that shirt. I got to have it. And well, part of the reason, uh, it matches a Marvel book that I have. It's nice. A, it's a it kind sure of, does. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a combination of the first, like... I think six Marvel comic books into one little tiny book that I couldn't read anymore because the print is so small in this thing. <laughs> right. You'll <laughs> read print that small. I need a magnifying glass to read it, but luckily I've got all the actual issues too. So, well, I do think it, it, it's a great segue into saying what our topic is today. So why don't you explain what our topic is today before we get into the news and, and yeah. geek dar and stuff. So people know what we're here for today. So today we're going to be discussing to the uh, 2013 Dark Horse Dark Horse comic series, The Star Wars. The Star Wars was taken from George Lucas's original drafts. So you remember we all heard the stories of how George has the the uh, yellow legal pad that he has all his story ideas written down in. So basically this, this comic series is based upon those notes that none of us are ever going to get to see because he won't allow anyone to see those notes. Yeah. And so it's probably the closest we're ever going to come to seeing those notes until he dies and somebody inherits it and and sells it or something. Right. (laughs) Sells it for another gazillion dollars. Right. (laughs) Disney turns around and buys that for another four million. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I was not aware of this comic book series, everybody. Um, I, uh, when Mike said, oh, we, we should, you know, read the Star Wars. I'm like, wait, Star Wars? The what? <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So, no, uh, Derpy 501st, he's asking, um, wait, is it basically that his sequels? And no. No, no. It is the original first rough Rough, 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 rough oh my draft of Star Wars as we know it today. There are just so many likenesses to to the original trilogy and so many different weird things. I mean, yeah, I, I cannot wait. So so Mike encouraged me to read it. I actually read it faster than I thought I would. Yeah, you got um, it read before I did. I was shocked. I, yeah, I, uh, I I I enjoyed it. Um, and I can't wait to talk about some certain aspects of it. But but anyway, so Eric, there's our teaser real quick of what we're going to get into. But first, we're going to go to our geeky news. All right, today in the geeky news. I, I love that new opener you created, like that? Mike. That is awesome. I love it. Well, well I done. decided we needed something more than just a sounder. We needed a video since we are we yeah. are kind of we are kind of merging over to YouTube more than just audio. So yes, gotta, gotta have some video incorporated in there. Right. Um, so first up, uh, uh, and this is according to comicbookmovie.com. Um, it has been rumored that Robert Downey Jr. is going to return as the Iron Man. Um, and it looks like uh, the, the rumor <laughs> Angie's, is... Angie's excited. <laughs> I am too, actually. I, I really am, actually. I, I like Robert Downey Jr. I can't imagine anybody else playing Iron Man at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I say he play it until until he can't play it no more. But... Um, yeah, so the rumor is he's going to return, and he's going to return for Avengers Secret Wars, which I'm excited about that. Mm. <laughs> you don't sound so excited. Mm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm okay. Um, I just have to see it. I guess. Um, I may have, and I'll finish. You guys are going to hate me for this. I may be at uh, Robert Downey fatigue in the Marvel universe. Ah, oh, come on. Now, I, I, he I, is I, Iron Man. He he was great. It was fabulous. I thought it was a great send off at the end of uh, at the end of Endgame. And but I guess for me, it's like okay, you know, he's done. 
now where are you going? Move along. I think. Move along. I get it. Move along. But that's okay. They can do that. I I I would. I not saying that I wouldn't want to or. I'm not opposed to seeing it. I would like to see how they would do it. I'm all up for it to see the story. I'm interested it. how it's going to happen since he has died. You know, right. so is, is like secret Wars going to, is it going to happen in the past? Is, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. So, this whole multiverse thing, who knows? Well, that's version? true. We could get a different Iron Man, but it's still played by Robert Downey Jr. Also from a, parallel universe whatever from an alternate universe Mm -hmm. but the uh the idea is supposedly he's going to return that and he possibly will make an appearance in armor wars and ironheart too um which Mm -hmm. i mean the way they set up ironheart because they set up ironheart in wakanda forever right and i i really wasn't pleased with the way they set it up okay i Full disclosure, I've not read Ironheart, but from my understanding, uh, he's still her influence. And mm-hmm. he got nothing of that in Wakanda Forever that mm-hmm. she, you know, that uh, Tony Stark is her influence. So I don't know. I was a little disappointed with that. So I would kind of like to see him come into Ironheart and I don't know, make that story better. <laughs> Much mm-hmm. more better. Much ah. more better. You got it in. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. I'm drinking my new iced coffee from my iced, co- iced coffee maker. Just mm. fabulous. Just so everybody sees, I have a red drink. I'm drinking blood. Nice. I'm just kidding. I'm not drinking blood. <laughs> well, mine does, since it is New Year's Eve, mine does have a little bit of uh, Kahlua. Not Kahlua. No, I hate Kahlua. That stuff's gross. You're so funny. Uh, No, this is a, uh, it's almost like an Irish cream, but it's mint chocolate. Oh, it's so good. Angie says, is it Bailey's? No, it's not Bailey's actually. It's Fennelly's Fennelly's, uh, mint chocolate uh, liqueur. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's so great. (laughs) With, with a, a caramel, caramel vanilla uh, uh, creamer in it. So anyway, no. moving, right. on. moving on, moving along, moving along. Sage right. Page. Good Happy morning, Sage. Saturdays. Great to have oh. you here, my friend. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us, Sage. Um, so moving on with the news, uh, James Gunn. He seems to be in the geeky news a lot. Uh, sometime to my dismay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh apparently he i don't know if he tweeted or if he's using another i don't, I don't know um but apparently he tweeted out this picture a couple days ago and people have identified this picture as being with the uh comic book storyline uh up in the sky superman up in the sky oh, so okay it is rumor. Oh, and not not only that, Tom King wrote that story, and Tom yeah. King is also saying that he got a Hollywood break. So a lot of people are putting this together, asking, "What does this mean? What is this? everybody's looking at anything James Gunn tweets as a hidden message?" Okay, oh, sure, sure. And, it, and you know, it could be a hidden message. It could be he's screwing with all of us. Um, right. I mean, I got to admit, if I was James Gunn in that position, I think I'd be tweeting all kinds of crap just to go, oh, let's see what they put. Right. Heck, I would tweet. I would tweet. That might. Oh, oh. <laughs> are, are the three geeky dads in the chat? Because <laughs> I know how much they love bat mites. Megan got me a bat mite for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I would tweet something like Batmite just to see, watch people's heads explode, you know. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if that's possible. But, um, I don't know. Maybe we will go over the uh, Superman up in the sky. Up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Just to see what it's about. Because I've never read the story, and supposedly it's really good. So, yeah. I would read that. But, uh-huh. I think I think we got breaking news, didn't we, Stephen? Uh, maybe we maybe. got an exclusive. 
exclusive. We got an exclusive from James Gunn himself. We're, we're moving up in the world, by golly. Yeah, yeah. So, so James Gunn apparently is watching our show. He sent us his exclusive trailer that he's just released. The first project that James Gunn has announced for DCU is the Justice League. And we've got the trailer. And here we go. This is exclusive. And here they are, the Justice League. Everybody, for those who are listening, we're showing a video clip. Right now it's black and white of 1997 Justice League. Justice League of America. We train the Adam. She shrinks down and gets eaten by a cat. I have no idea who she is. Green Lantern. I have no clue who she is. All right. The Flash. Ta da! Okay, don't show it again. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm not showing it again. Trust me. <laughs> Mike wanted to show a 1997 trailer. It was a official teaser of a pilot for a show that I don't think ever aired. No, it didn't. No, that, that, that was not a. That was not from 1997. That's James Gunn's first project for the DCU. <laughs> At this point, it might as well be, right? <laughs> he ain't giving us anything else. Uh, no, uh, really. If you thought if you thought Justice League was bad, watch this. <laughs> right. Actually, I wish I could find a copy of this. I would so love to watch this. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I think it's on par with Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, honestly. Actually, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians might be a better film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Those look like good graphics for 20 some odd years ago, almost 25 years ago. No, they didn't. They were horrible. <laughs> they were terrible. Oh, gosh. All right. It doesn't even look like he's running at super speed. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to our We should thing? move on. Moving on, everybody. Oh, wait, wait. Uh Geekdar. Do you have right. anything Geekdar? Um I, I had something. Uh, uh what did I have for Geekdar? All right, I'll play the sounder and you think about that. Yeah, I'm well, trying to remember. You don't need that private. We're right here. Now, what is it? We need a video of this. Now, what is it? <laughs> I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. It's not always lost. <laughs> yep it's not all we've lost you. all right i do have something on my geek tour. it's 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 rather yeah. old though well that's okay um, go ahead so this week i introduced megan to some movies that i realized i had never introduced her to and i was like oh we gotta watch these after all i've, I've been off all this week so so i've been i've been working on the with on the youtube page i've been working on the podcast and and watching movies that's what i've been doing and reading comic books that's what i've been doing this week so i think i've been pretty productive anyway megan has a friend in canada so i'm always making jokes uh, about take off eh you hoser and she doesn't quite get it so i was uh, like all right all right you got to see bob and doug mckenzie strange brew we, we've got to watch it so <laughs> And then thinking of Bob and Doug McKenzie, I naturally gravitated to party on Wayne party on Garth Wayne's world. Wayne's world. Excellent. Party on. Party on. Which I, on. I, I say that we are the Wayne's world of podcasting, but <laughs> <laughs> so 
<laughs> Party on, Steven. <laughs> right on. Well, so anyway, uh, I rewatched uh, uh, Bob and Doug, Doug McKenzie's Strange Brew, and we watched Wayne's World. And we also watched several clips of Bob and Doug McKenzie's SCTV, uh, you know, clips for, from the, the uh, Strange or the Bob and Doug, Doug McKenzie show that was actually on SCTV. For those who don't know, SCTV is kind of like uh, Saturday Night Live for Canada. Um, I also like to equate it to like the minor leagues to Saturday night live. Of course, nowadays Saturday night live just sucks, but yeah, you know, they're not as near as good as they were oh, years ago. No, no, they're nothing like they, they're were. not as creative. They spend more time just doing political stuff rather than just trying to be creative with good new skits and content. But back then Saturday night live was something it was. Yeah. And SCTV was really kind of like their minor leagues. Cause like, uh, John Candy came out of uh, SCTV. Oh, uh, Mike Myers came out of SCTV. Um, Rick Marinas and Dave Thomas they came out of SCTV. There's a mm. bunch of them. There's a whole list out there of everybody that came from SCTV. So, um, so yeah, we watched uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, Strange Brew, and we watched Wayne's World, and she loved both of them. She Very nice. It was so much fun. <laughs> Very nice party. Well, yeah, I'll be real quick. So we, um, uh, uh, son Troy loves football, and so we introduced him to the water. Dallas Boys. Cowboys. No, not Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, to the they movie. won again Thursday night. By the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> we're, we're going to playoffs. I am wearing my Cowboys hat too. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I'm being a jerk right now. Uh, you and your cowboys. Oh gosh. So um, we introduced him to the movie, the water boy and with Adam Sandler. Um, that's some quality H H two O. Yeah, that's right. That's some, that's some high quality H two O. So yeah. But the, the famous phrase, Rob Schneider, you can do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it all night long. <laughs> yeah. So we had a good time with that. And then the rest of my week was really try- just trying to make sure I got in the our reading for today. So I'm pretty excited. <laughs> hey, I'm impressed you did. All right. So speaking of that. Where- oh, Angie said, water sucks. It really, really sucks. Yeah, it's like... Gatorade. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite phrases from the from the movie. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Yeah, I'm trying to find our main event. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the main event. <laughs> there we go. How's that? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> you know, that's why I made a sounder so you didn't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I can't find it right now. Did I accidentally pull it out of here? Uh, oh well. All right. So we're in the main event. <laughs> I'll have it next week. I promise. Sorry. Sorry. I do like our sounder though. So we worked hard on that. Uh, that's all right. Like so 2013 Dark Horse Comic Books, The Star Wars, George Lucas's original draft. Steven, what'd you think? Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Okay, so here's my overall view. What What do you want to do out of out of what you what you call it? Out of ten? Oh, uh, shoot. Um, I didn't even think about this. Uh, I don't know. Let's just go lightsabers. Sounds good because it looked like everybody had one. <laughs> <laughs> even stormtroopers. Okay, I got a I got a Ralph McQuarrie action figure. Which has a has a store has a lightsaber to it, well, or can... or as George Lucas would call it, um, that's a that's a laser sword, right? Right. Well, I tell you what, the uh, you can tell you can see Ralph McQuarrie influenced are oh. in this whole thing. So I will give it. Actually, if you if you remove yourself from what you know of Star Wars. And just take it on its own as a story in the Star Wars universe that happens to have the same names of different people and things like that. I give it nine out of ten. I enjoyed it. 
excuse me. Sorry, Megan's wrecking our our studio right now. (laughs) Megan knocked down my guitar. (laughs) Um, You gave it how much? I'm sorry. Nine out of ten. Nine, nine. Awesome. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story. I really did. I totally agree with you. We, you have to remove yourself from the current Star Wars completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at this very similar to uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Oh, which, Alan Dean Foster. Yes, yeah. Alan Dean Foster's novel, Splinter, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which was a possible, it was going to be a possible uh, sequel to Star Wars mm-hmm. had Star Wars not done well. They would have made a made-for-TV movie from the novel, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Um, and a lot of fans hate that book. I mean, it's weird. It's very trippy. Uh, but I actually love the book. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's a fantastic book. It's a great read. But to me, it's more of a historical read. Not, I, I don't look at it as anything to do with Star Wars canon whatsoever. But I read it from a Star Wars historical point of view. Mm, so that's how you view. Exactly. Ah, okay. Exactly the way I look at the Star Wars. Okay. Uh, Because, I mean, you are pulling, they're pulling this straight from George Lucas's uh, uh, story treatment. You know, again, it's what we famously heard was written down in that yellow notepad. And every Star Wars fan wants to see that yellow notepad. And I think this is the closest we're ever going to get to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's exciting on it alone. Wasn't this authorized? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, it's it's official Dark Horse comic book, and this is when Dark Horse was in control. This was one of the last projects Dark Horse did before Disney pulled the rug out from underneath them. Mm-hmm. Disney had just purchased Star Wars from George Lucas right around the time they were working on this project. Okay. So this okay. is one of their final projects. Now, Dark Horse has regained some of the, the Star Wars licensing uh, over the last year, actually. They're doing some. I picked up a couple of them. They're very kiddish, though. They're not, they're not the Dark Horse of Star Wars of old. Um, Dark Horse mm. Star Wars of old is some of the best Star Wars out there, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that, you know, you've got. You've got, uh, they did their adaptation of Heir to the Empire. They did their, they did. I'd like uh, to see that. I haven't read that. I need to read that. Oh, Heir to the I love, I've read the novels, but, okay, but okay, not the yeah, comics. Yeah. yeah. Um, they did that. They did, uh, what was it? Um, Dark Empire. Dark Empire and Dark Empire 2. Oh, yeah. Where, where Luke actually you. goes to the dark side. Runs to the dark side. Yeah. 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 So there's some good stuff in that. That's where okay. uh, Tales of the Jedi came out of, you know? Okay. So let me ask you this. If you had to summarize this story, for those who may not have read it, how would you summarize wow. the story? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, man, that's hard to say. This story, <laughs> coming from somebody who's lived through the entire Star Wars saga, um, from the beginning, from day one, right? Uh, this story is so weird. I mean, it, it's like it's like somebody took the Star Wars universe and put it in one of those snow globes and then shook it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. Because you you've got you've got elements from star wars you got elements from empire strikes back you got even elements from empire or return of the Jedi. you do i was i was shocked at all the different allusions to all three movies i mean and there's a few of the scenes that are almost almost identical almost mm-hmm. you know Not and then right but almost right yeah. and it's like oh my gosh this is the way he wanted it to happen it's well, so it's it original rough draft. Now, right. Yeah. Yeah. I now, understand that. I, I want to get in a plot synopsis here in a minute, but I, I do want to ask you this. If you had to rate this as a, as a, you had to give it the movie MPAA rating, you know, <laughs> PG, PG 13 or rated R, what, oh. what would you give this? I think I'd still stick with a PG. 
Oh, I'm all PG-13 all the way. Really? You think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I didn't think it was any more violent than, you know. Uh, I thought it was more adult-themed in the aspect of the the tension, the uh, some of the some killings that occurred in it. I'm like, this is not the kid PG friendly story. Okay, of of the Star Wars 1977 as we know it. It's like I can get that this is probably his first draft. I actually, after going through it, I was like, yeah, I could get that. I, I could see that in this. Um, oh, definitely, it, I, I agree it, with that. It's a little gritty, so so I'll and I'll I'll explain some of that here in a minute as we talk right. synopsis. But yeah, I was curious as I read it. I was like, man, I wonder what Mike thinks about if this really would have been a PG. You know, now granted, nineteen seventy-seven, we didn't have PG thirteen yet. That came no. with the the Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom takes credit for creating that. No, some of our PG thir- uh, some of the movies that we watched as kids would now be rated R that were rated PG. (laughs) (laughs) And there are sometimes I watch back at some of those going, wow, I can't believe my parents let me watch this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. So let me ask you this. So synopsis, because I I really wanted to let everybody know kind of what the story is and why it's so different and that kind of a thing. So um, the, uh, how shall we say the the opening page i was going to read this uh the opening page gives a little synopsis is back in 1974 still years before a film called star wars would take the world by storm george lucas completed the first rough draft screenplay of what he then called the star wars the original screenplay contains all of the now familiar elements of star wars an evil empire a young would-be jedi an older Jedi Knight who mentors the boy, a princess in need of rescue, even a father who is more machine than man, but put together in ways far different than what you have seen on screen. And that's that's the opening page of the of the first comic. And uh, and then it talks about being four decades, you know, nearly four decades. The original the original George Lucas's original vision of the galaxy far, far away Uh existed as what might have been and right I, I like that so the uh, so the the opening crawl says this because i want to give this until the recent great rebellion the jedi bindu were the most feared warriors in the universe for 100,000 years generations of jedi perfected their art as the personal bodyguards of the emperor they were the chief architects of the invisible in, excuse me invincible Imperial Space Force. Space Force! I'm just kidding. Uh, which, uh, which expanded the empire across the galaxy from the celestial equator to the farthest reaches of the Great Rift. Now these legendary warriors are all but extinct. One by one, they have been hunted down and destroyed as enemies of the new empire by a ferocious and sinister rival warrior sect, the Knights of Sith. dun 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 Sorry, I was just looking at <laughs> comments. So sorry, I was sneezing. I got sneezed. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, everybody. So uh, Derpy well, made a comment here. Hear me out. Uh, here, wait a minute. Hear me out. Uh, give me old Republic movie trilogy or series sort of tone like Andor. Um, I don't know if he's saying that this is kind of like Andor. I, I, I'm not sure what he mm-hmm. means by that. Um, yeah. I didn't quite get Andor feels from this. You know what I did get though? I got, I got, uh, uh, not Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon feels from this. Very much. Yes. Very much Flash Gordon. And, and you know, George Lucas originally wanted to do his version of Flash Gordon. That's what led up to making stuff. Yeah, sorry. Of the universe. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be making my appearance on on America's Got or America's Idol. (laughs) Right. Actually, I could I could compete with some of the some of those morons that go try out for that show. Oh my gosh. Right. We watched some of the tryouts. I was like, I can't believe these people really think they can sing. Anyway. (laughs) 
I'm a horrible singer and I sing better than some of them. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I, uh, George Lucas originally wanted to do Flash Gordon and he couldn't obtain the rights to Flash Gordon, which is funny because after Star Wars became a huge hit, Flash Gordon was released as a big budget movie. Right. <laughs> so. So yeah, um, I get. I mean, down to the headgear that they wear, it looks a lot like what was worn in the the old Flash Gordon serials. It mm. had the feel and style of the serials and everything. Each comic book kind of felt like a, a cliffhanger type thing. Yes, going into the next one. So um, yeah, I could see how his original vision was very Flash Gordon esque. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked. I got a kick out of when you were just reading that, how they called the Jedi, the Jedi Bendu. Yes. Cause you know that in, in the clone wars or was no, not clone wars in rebels. We got introduced to the mysterious Bendu and it was voiced by the great, the one and only the genuine article. You might say Tom Baker, Doctor Who himself. <laughs> my hashtag my doctor. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I I think it's really cool reading through this and you you're seeing names of characters that got jumbled around, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh so you got Anakin Sky Killer or Anakin Star Star Killer, Star Killer in this, um, which we know Starkiller went off to be a successful video game. And in my opinion, one incredible character that should be introduced into the Star Wars universe somewhere, sometime mm-hmm. at one point. Um, so you, you got that that evolved into that video game, which was pretty neat. Mm, the Force um, Unleashed. Yeah, the Force Unleashed video game, which was just incredible video game. Uh, so, so that evolved into that. Uh, Owen and Lars were not Luke's. Owen and Baru. Yeah, I, that, yeah. Owen Lars and Baru Lars. They weren't Luke's uh, uncle, but they were Wendy and what was the other twin's name? Wendy and I can't think of what the other twin's name is. Because there were there were twins, and they were the brothers to Princess Leia. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just. This is mind blowing. <laughs> right. The Lars were on the the Wookiee where the Wookiees were on the planet where some right. Wookiees were. Um they were, oh, and Han, they Solo, were ant- Han Solo is not a human character. He's some kind of alien. Right. He's he's a green <laughs> alien. Yes. Right. Yeah. Wow. Just wow. It's mind blowing. Yeah. yeah, I was just saying that the the uh, Owen and Baru were anthropologists studying you know, later on, they were there, you know, studying the Wookiees and stuff like that, which was interesting. Yes, you do have, uh, you know, like Starkiller. There was his dad. Who was, was it Dane? I can't remember all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, I can't remember either. But anyway, so the they introduced them on this planet. And there's the dad, which is the Starkiller dad. Then there's Anakin. And then, um, and he's trying to. Anakin's the older brother, and then he has a younger brother who ends up, I don't remember his name, because he ends up getting killed like on the sixth page by a Sith. And I was like, oh, we're killing kids. Boom. You're right at PG-13 level for me. Okay, there you go. Period. Oh, and it's uh, Starkiller punches Princess Leia, too. <laughs> right. That blew my mind. And then, oh, gosh, George Lucas never did improve at uh, writing love stories. That's for sure. Because you got like Starkiller punching Princess Leia. And then it's like the next page. I love you. I love you too. Is what? Where did this come from? Well, that was a couple of books later, but it where they were where they confessed their love for one another. It came off it was weird. It was weird, yes. So George Lucas never improved at that. (laughs) Right. Right. 
Mm. So uh, they the Sith opener there in the first uh, the first episode or the first issue, I like that Sith. I mean, I was like, ooh, but everybody and their brothers got a red lightsaber. Like if you there was a different colored lightsabers. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but when they the Sith had red, Anakin had a red lightsaber. I think Anakin's dad, Star Killer. I can't remember. I can't remember his his name. Um had one but the stormtroopers had white laser yes. swords i'll put it that way i'll i'll give you that one they had the um, white laser swords they're, they're, they're laser swords yeah so laser. yeah so the big the big thing here is the big picture of the story everybody just to kind of kind of see and i encourage you if you have a marvel unlimited subscription yes. um read it. It, it it's worth it um the they're the emperor um, of the new empire has sending the Death Star, for lack of a better term. You know, they've built a Death Star, sending it to this planet where they're trying to boo politics. And, oh, they're going to send a peace treaty. We're going to make peace. And like, no. And, they're, you know, it's the same political. That what, felt what a lot you. like episode one there. You know, the whole peace treaty. It did. It did feel like episode one. Yes. Right. Agreed. And then you had those tanks in there. They looked like they look like they were from episode one. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. And so that's where the hijinks do. They they end up destroying the rulers of the planet who happened to be Princess Leah's parents. They had been part of the galaxy, one of the ruling families for thousands of years. And so her and her brothers. And so the whole issue is Star Killers uh Starkiller goes to try to help in return. He runs into there is already Luke Skywalker, the general, who's a Jedi, who takes who, Anakin, who happens to look a lot like George Lucas himself. Yeah, they, yeah, I actually kind of enjoyed that. Actually, I did too. Uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, yeah, I, why not? Why not make George Lucas Luke Skywalker? I, I have no issues with it at all. It's yeah. just I, I found it kind of funny. That's all. Yep. Then, um, then the uh, so then Anakin becomes the Padawan to Luke Skywalker because his dad is dying and reveals that this was a surprise to me. Like he's almost all machined. He like takes it, he rips his shirt and stuff. Cause I'm dying, you know, kind of a thing. And then he sacrifices himself and you get different characters in and there. Then they, uh, then they have to escape, try to escape the planet uh, with princess Leia and her brothers and, and just all kinds of, hijinks you know all through this thing back and forth and stuff and you know then they land in the trash compactor and you've got that yeah. scene and then you've got the wookies which are kind of like the ewok story you know and um and uh it it was it you was know actually- reading this i i really got the feeling that that scene in return of the jedi was originally supposed to be the Wookiees instead of the Ewoks. I wondered, yeah. I, I wondered myself too. Yeah. And then they switched it to give something a cute element, you know. Which yeah. uh, you know, the funny thing is a lot of people a lot of people say a lot of hardcore fans are like, I hate the Ewoks, and I never had that feeling towards the Ewoks. I always loved the Ewoks. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because I was a little bit younger when Return of the Jedi came out. I don't know. Um I mean, I was 12, so, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just never had that issue. I always liked the the, the Ewoks. But mm-hmm. reading this, I'm sitting there going, wow. So the Ewok scene actually should have been Wookiees, not Ewoks. Right. And I found that quite interesting. Yeah. In, in the same story, instead of, you know, like in Return of the Jedi, C-3PO was a god to the Ewoks. Yeah. Anakin Starkiller becomes a god to the... To the, the Wookiees, right? And you got Chewbacca in there yeah. and stuff, and Han Solo is a green alien, like you were saying, which um, was weird. It was so weird. Yeah, it was kind of fun, it, you know. And so you've got all these elements, um, you know, that are similar names and stuff, and like Alderaan was the was the capital planet, 
you know, kind of a thing. I don't know if you caught that. That's yeah. where the emperor was. And, and so it was, well, and then you look at the bad guys. So you, you've got the emperor and then you got Darth Vader, but Darth Vader is not a Sith. Yeah. He was like a big, bad general. Right. And, and the funny thing is his, his suit looked like Vader's suit, but then he didn't have the helmet or at least he didn't have the face plate. You know, right, he, he didn't of, have the faceplate. He had the thing, and I, I, part of me wondered if that's just they were drawing from some of the original Ralph McQuarrie stuff because I thought they were very heavily influenced by Ralph McQuarrie work. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, they had. And I think it mentioned it in the zero, in the yeah, zero uh, issue. There's eight issues plus one more, which is the zero. I, I've got the zero right here in front of me, actually. Um, I think in there they they reference that they pull from Ralph McQuarrie. I think. Well, yeah, they definitely did. You they can see from, it. I mean, if you're well, familiar yeah. with Ralph McQuarrie's work, you can see it in there. Well, you can you just look at the Death Star alone, the Death Star, and the design of the stormtroopers. The mm -hmm. um, Megan Ketchup, uh, the 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 stormtroopers alone. <laughs> I love the look of the stormtroopers. They're amazing. They look a lot like the more modern. Uh, uh, dark troopers is what they look like, except they're right. white instead of black. Um, but they're incredible looking stormtroopers. I love the look of them. And the yeah. Death Star is, it, it looks, I don't know, it has more of this smooth, a little bit more of a smooth surface compared to what we, we know the Death Star is today. And yeah, if you look at the original Mar Ralph McQuarrie paintings and see that Death Star, it's identical. It is. So they were heavily influenced. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all. I love Ralph McQuarrie's artwork. He is one of the, he was one of the best. He's incredible. Yeah. He was incredible. Probably. So, yeah. One of the best concept artists. When you go back and look at the work that he did oh, and how it influenced, he is the influence of star Wars as well. We and his work is still influencing star Wars to this day. Yeah. I mean, well, they, we saw it in, in Boba Fett. The, we saw actual an actual. They created a set right out of out of a Ralph McQuarrie. Well, Vader's work. castle came from Ralph McQuarrie's work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's several stuff that Dave Filoni's used in both Clone Wars and Rebels that he's pulled from from Ralph McQuarrie. Not to mention Dave Filoni also throws in Kenner action figure stuff, which I absolutely love. <laughs> right. Right. So um, the Sith, we have a, a Sith, uh, a Sith Lord kind of that we get in. And I liked him. I, I was like, I like this character. I like this Sith guy um, who then at the end, when you think there's just about to be a big battle between him and Anakin. Oh, uh, I'm just reading Sage pages. They, they, jo they join forces. And... Uh, and so I thought it was interesting how they they kind of joined forces a little bit only because it was respect for their religion over uh, an empire that wanted to snuff them out. Yeah, that, that's how I took it. And I thought that was an interesting twist. The Jedi Bendu and the Sith, it was almost more it felt more like um, different uh, uh denominations of a religion you know yeah yeah like catholic like, and baptists right right i was the catholics are the jedi bindu and the baptist are the sith <laughs> i was gonna say baptist methodist but yeah same difference <laughs> no, yeah. no 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 because the methodists have already beat the baptist to the buffet i'm just saying <laughs> I don't think anyone beats the, the Baptist to the buffet. <laughs> real quick, everybody. I got to tell this joke. I'm sorry. I got to tell this joke real quick. Go for it. It was, it was share your faith day at school and, uh, and uh, in elementary school. And, and one of the little girls comes up and, and her name was Tiffany. And they said, hi, my name's, my name's Tiffany and um, I'm Catholic and these are rosary beats. So they were all sharing different things and stuff. And then um, little boy um, by the name of Joshua comes up and Joshua says, hi, my name's Joshua. I'm, I'm Jewish and this is the star of David. And then little Mikey comes up and says, hi, my name's Mikey. I'm Baptist and this is a casserole. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me, by the way, because I hate the name Mikey, by the way. <laughs> Call me Mike. You can call me Michael. 
but don't call me Mikey. There's only a few people that I allow to get away with that. Right. Anyway, so Sith as different denominations. I love that. I like how you said that. I think that's, that's spot on. I thought that was interesting. So when you seen that, I mean, uh, the Sith, he wasn't actually the bad guy. Darth Vader was still the bad guy. He was still the the uh, yes, yeah, the main yes. protagonist in in the story, um, mm-hmm. which was interesting, you know. But yet, yet the Sith did kill, you know. Wow, they killed, they killed Anakin's younger brother. Yeah, um, I tell you what, though, he's. I remember when the Sith went into action. Was it him or Starka just slicing up people in half? Oh, Luke Skywalker. He didn't slice Luke Skywalker. No, no, no. He Luke Skywalker sliced some people oh, in oh, half. Okay, okay. Like yeah. super speed. It's like honestly, you get the super speed that you actually see in episode one. Um which you never see again, by the way. Steven, Steven. Um, that's that's faster, more intense. <laughs> right. I'm going to get George Lucas in here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we'll, we'll edit it, edit it in post. <laughs> right. <laughs> what did you like best out of this whole thing? What was, what was your favorite part or, or some of your favorite parts within the Honestly, whole series? Honestly, to me, uh, it's the whole, the whole series is eye candy. It's just eye candy for me. Mm, okay. I, I love looking over the Ralph McQuarrie style artwork. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just total eye candy. If nothing else, look at it for that. You know? Right. It's amazing. It really, really is. Beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. The covers are just gorgeous. Oh, they're incredible. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Some of the best comic book art out there, honestly. Yeah. So good. And, and, to be honest, the inside uh, the inside artwork is almost as good as the as the cover art. You know, um, the, it does step down a notch because you're going several panels and you got a lot of things happening. Uh-huh. But, but it, it still maintains that same Ralph McQuarrie feel. Yes, and, and that's that's what I really enjoyed about this. And then I just I really liked to me like all the quote-unquote easter eggs of things you know i mean i look at them as easter eggs now but you know yeah right 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 yeah uh but just seeing names getting thrown out there and i'm going whoa whoa whoa, that character is this person right in the movies you know right some of it is so mind-blowing but it is a perfect example of how george lucas does not throw any ideas away Oh, great call. Great. Call. Everything that he writes, he, yes. he puts aside. If he says, you know, okay, we can't use it. It's not going to work for this. Yeah. He puts it aside. And then later mm-hmm. on, he'll come, he might come back to it years later and go, you know, that would work for this. And you can see that throughout this entire series. You can really see how the editing process happens. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. let me let me share a couple of the screenshots for those who are joining us on YouTube. Um, oh, that issue um, number one alone is just gorgeous. Issue number one is just fabulous looking. Um, oops, I didn't mean to do that. So there's that one. Then here is issue number two, oh, um, which you see Anakin and and uh, Luke Skywalker on it primarily. Right here is issue number five that you see the love story. You know, blossoming Princess Leia and Anakin. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And then this is episode eight. You see Darth Vader without with the helmet. Right. No, as you said, no faceplate. Um but then when you see the Sith, he has the the mouth covering or you know, the the (laughs) the COVID mask. (laughs) Right. I think that's in the first here. Well, that Sith, that's that's the Sith that gets that's in the very beginning, but there's a different Sith. Let me see if I'll, I'll try to pull that up here in a second too. So, but I know I, it's just one the, of the covers. Yeah. The, the cover arts are just, but are, it's almost are, like oh, he took, go. he took the Sith and Darth Vader and mashed them together to come yes. up. With what we know today is the modern Darth Vader. Correct. Agreed. 
Yeah. At least that's the feeling I got. Also, there were no X wings. There were all Y wings. Y wing fighters. To it. There we go. There we go. Yeah. There's the mouthpiece covering the half of his face. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. you put that together with Darth Vader's helmet, you got everything but the eyes covered up. Then at that point, yeah, yeah, it was. It's just a. It was. It was well worth the read. I, I'm so glad that you recommended us do that. I, I I enjoyed the the series. It's kind of funny how we uh, stumbled onto this. So, um, in 2013, when this series came out, I had started collecting the comics, the the individual issues. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I had only gotten the first two and um, never oh. rest. So a couple months ago, I, I go into fantasy books, my comic book uh, uh, store, your dealer, <laughs> your supplier. Yep. That's exactly. Anyway, anyway, so I went in there one day and the girls behind the counter, she she happened to have copies of a few of the issues of the Star Wars up there at the counter. And I was like, wait a minute, is that Dark Horse the Star Wars? She's like, yes, it is. And she she goes, are you interested in them? I said, what issues you got there? And she's like, actually, I got issue zero and then I've got three through eight. And I said, <gasps> I said, do me a favor, because I wasn't sure which ones I had. I said, do me a favor, throw those in my pool. I'll be back later today. <laughs> and I went straight home, and I checked, and I'm like, I've got issues one and two. This completes, completes the set. set. Did you get them? Oh, yeah. I turned right back around, and I said, I told you I was going to come back. <laughs> and I bought all of them that day. You know, I'm like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not passing this up. I need to complete this set. Boom. Did you tell them you had one and two? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I, I've, I've got to complete it. And so then I started talking to you about it and telling you about it. And yeah. I was like, yeah. And you were the one who said, well, let's do an episode on it. I said, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. It. And then I was fearing you wouldn't read it. <laughs> right. That I would Steven skip it. <laughs> yes. 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 That was my biggest fear. I'm like, it's eight issues. Is he going to have time or is he going to Steven skip this whole thing? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, I had read, I was, I was behind the eight ball. I had kind of budget, tried to budget time to, to do like two issues a day over the week. And that's and- what I was doing, but you beat me. I did because I we we were having dinner at at uh, family was in town and stuff and so we were doing we were doing like a family dinner and then everybody kind of went off to do some other family stuff and I was like well I'm just sitting here on the couch I brought my pat my my tablet and I started reading away and I was like yeah so yeah, you were uh, reading electronically I was reading the actual uh, hard copies right on <laughs> which by the way that's that's issue zero. Yeah, and it features uh, General Luke Skywalker, which looks, looks like George, incredibly Lucas. like George Lucas. Uh, <laughs> just they probably that. did that on purpose, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they do, and I'm not mad about it, not in the yeah. least. <laughs> Same here. I mean, if it was my creation, I I, I kind of want the the main hero to look like me. Why not? <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am kind of disappointed he's not wearing a flannel shirt throughout this. Ha ha ha! It was underneath his general coat, <laughs> his flannel shirt, his his denim jeans, and his tennis shoes. Right, <laughs> that's all the man wears. <laughs> he's kind of got my fashion sense, except I wear t-shirts instead of flannel shirts. Hey, sometimes it's all about function. <laughs> and, and and the man's hair is kind of like uh uh fonzie you know i don't think a comb ever touches that thing you know it's, it's always perfect <laughs> he's got the nicely trimmed beard too so right see we've come full circle everybody because fonzie was in water boy gatorade oh. <laughs> <laughs> henry winkler wow. yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he was kind of a seventies icon too. So that he was, that he was, <laughs> that's awesome. All right. All right. Wow. Well, Hope everybody, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, the discussion. Um, I hope you go out and read it. It is a fun read. If you are a Star Wars fan, you do need to read this. It, it serves as probably great background lore development in the process of of yes. what becomes what we know today. Um, and uh, it is it is interesting, and it moves quick. It is it is a fast paced action. There's constantly yes, something sir. going on all through it, um, and, and I think that goes back to what you said, Mike. About it is it is serialized. It is a serial Flash Gordon style. One thing, boom, 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 right after the. the well, you can tell reading this that George Lucas really lived by his philosophy of uh, faster, faster, more intense, more intense. Right. Right. Yep. So, all right. Well, very cool. Uh, anything else you want to add to uh, uh, our discussion real quick? I want to make sure I don't cut you off too soon. Um, all I got to say is that uh, if you enjoy Star Wars, you know, like the makings of Star Wars, how Star Wars happened, I highly recommend this this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an enjoyable read. It's fun to see the differences you know what could have been versus what we we got today um it's fun to see that it's just very intriguing star wars history is what Mm -hmm. it is and which again it's exactly the way i look at splinter of the mind's eye i look at it exactly same way i don't think of it as as uh star wars canon at all but it is fun to to look at that read it and go wow this is what Star Wars could have become. Like mm-hmm. it or not, that's what it could have become. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. To me, that's interesting. I, I find that fascinating. So, yeah. Yep. If you're into that stuff. Yep. Very cool. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Real quick, I want to make sure I remind you about um, our sponsor, uh, which is Audible. If you go to this website, audibletrial.com slash two geeks, T-W-O-G-E-E-K-S, audibletrial.com. Check out Audible. Um, if I love audiobooks. And I have a ton of them. And um, I've enjoyed my subscription. And I just want to encourage you that if you want to get your first one free, um, like free trial, 30 days, you get any one, whatever your choice, whatever you want, you get a free audiobook just for trying them out for 30 days. And um, they have all kinds of genres, inc- anything you can imagine, anything you can think of, um, just thousands upon thousands of different audiobooks that they have. While we're thinking about Star Wars, I've said this all month long, my favorite audiobook has been the Shakespeare Star Wars series um, and uh, and so I encourage you to check that out it's a lot of fun it's like watching the movie or listening to the movie but in Shakespearean style uh, all the way down from the soliloquies to the iambic pentameter and all that and it's it's a hoot and all that so oh, you just um, reminded me of something that we did forget to mention and just like those R2 in those kind of has a voice and R2 throughout this comic series, he actually spoke. He yeah. Yeah. I, I completely forgot that. I wanted to mention that too. And it's, it's kind of fascinating because you get the other half of, of the R2, R2 and R2 C3PO. Uh-huh. And some of them were taken directly from the star Wars uh, 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 script too. A few of them are. So it's, that's neat. That is it, it was good. Yes. Sorry, it just popped in my head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so everybody check it out. Audibletrial.com slash two geeks. Um, if you go check that out and if you decide you want to sign up, that does help us um, with our uh, show as well. So we do appreciate the support. Thank you. And be sure to check out our website, two geeks, the number two geeks, Mike.com. That is our website for all things, two geeks. That is our main hub to get to everything else, to our merch page, to our Kofi page where you can support us. It's a Patreon style system. Um, Kofi.com slash two geeks, K O dash F I.com um, slash two geeks. Um, the cool thing about that is, is we have a $1 tier 
tier, a two dollar tier, and a three dollar tier. And um, we do um, all kinds of fun stuff monthly. We've got a monthly sci-fi show that we do, and um, for those who help support us, plus you get access to all kinds of other stuff as well. If you ever want to contact us, please check us out at show at twogeeksmike.com. If you ever want to shoot us ideas or things you'd like to talk about or just want to say hello, we'd love to hear from you. Show at twogeeksmike.com. All right. Whew. Did I get well, it all? Well, <laughs> the only thing else I got to mention is please make sure and go like us on Facebook and click that subscribe button on on uh, YouTube and also make sure and go and like the individual button. YouTube videos because the more of those that you go like the more it helps the algorithm it helps us get seen and just share us with a friend you know if you got a friend who would like this geeky type of stuff share us with them we'd like to see our YouTube channel grow so with that said that's all I've got right on Okay, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, Mike. I'll let you sign us out. All right. Over and out. And I'm trying to find our outro. (laughs) Over and out. And may the force of others be with you. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 